0: Southgate. I am your host, Dustin Faulkner, and we are getting near the end of the year. We're approaching fast Christmas, and everybody's wrapping up everything. And, you know, we just went through some terrible things in the House of Representatives where they impeached our president off of false terms. There was no evidence. They had nothing. Shifty Schiff took it upon himself to create a lie about the Ukraine and quid pro quo, although Nancy Pelosi herself has been participating in quid pro quo. Anyway, she's withheld these documents of taking them to the Senate because it's all about showing their hand at what they will do to our president. Showing our president that they control everything and that if you step out of line, and this is to all future presidents, by the way, because the precedent has been set, That they will take us down at their whim. And what she has said here is that you step out of line, we will together get rid of you. And that's why I believe that she hasn't taken them there. Or it could also be that maybe there are people in the Senate that we aren't seeing and we know they're there that are getting ready to undermine our president. However, they have said that he has abused his power. They have said that he has been a disgusting pervert of a president. And they have said that he cannot be president anymore. That he is a lawbreaker. And so what does that say to us at this point? That they can't be trusted. And by the time that you hear this program, the hoopla, the craziness of a certain magazine who came out yesterday morning, On Friday December 20th and wrote a scathing argument toward Christians of this nation that if you support our president once again you are not following in line with God and then what is happening in this article they are calling directly for his impeachment and It's actually been a blessing here, you know, because this magazine just keeps giving us fighters for freedom and for liberty and for the strength and stronghold of Christianity in this great country, more gold. Because as we're going to explain in this program, you will be hearing The truth about the men who wrote this. And obviously, you've probably heard it all day yesterday. You've heard it all day. This program came out today, and we are looking to expand on this. We are not a live program, so of course we have to do some recording and then put it out to you. But we're hoping that today we will explain some things that a lot of you aren't seeing or have heard Or understand exactly about this. But there are a great number of you who do know about this magazine. And you know, and as our president expressed in his response to them, that they are a far-left, progressive magazine that has long been abandoned by Christians of this nation. And they are not taken seriously. But he's a little wrong on that. Because they are taken seriously by some very seriously bad people. And it is picking up momentum But as I said, they gave us gold with this article because a lot of people out there who do not pay attention to what goes on within Christianity and evangelicalism in this nation. And as we have in the previous programs been telling you about some of these people, especially with the last Immigration Warfare episode, please go back and listen to that because... You will learn about some of those who have come to harm us. But with this article, it's going to do something to this nation. It's going to cause people to dig further and realize who these people are. Because a lot of them don't. And it's actually comical how, we'll go ahead and say his name right now. Mark Gally. Or Maybe I may be pronouncing that right. I believe it's Golly. Nobody really knew who he was before then. Yeah, yeah, I know. You guys are extremely intelligent, and I know that you are very well aware of who this was. Uh, Many of you who do pay attention to the things that have gone on in this country regarding Christianity and the push with the social justice do know who this man is. And many have called out uh, Christianity today for their... Uh, heresies, and for their blasphemy, and for their liberal outlook, because that is what they are, they are a propaganda machine, they are no longer with Billy Graham, and I, even though we would have our problems with the things that he did, apparently, and according to his son, the these people are not, and have not been in line with the thought process of him, and Franklin Graham himself admitted and said to us that the final vote that Billy Graham did cast was in favor of Donald Trump. I'm sure that makes people like Mark Golly extremely angry because it gives reason to set back their agenda. But before we move forward, we want to talk a little bit about this man. And we want to uh, get to an understanding that nobody knew who this clown was, mostly outside of Christianity. We know who he is. We know that, and I forgot about this until I saw An article popped up on Worldview Weekend where he spoke about something that I, I knew about this a long time ago. And it's been years. It's almost a decade ago that he said this, I believe. And when he popped up that this is the same man, besides all of the other liberal and disgusting social justice and white privilege propaganda that he puts out. He called our God a divine drama queen. And we'll get to that article by Brandon House where he used more points from T.A. McMahon's article uh, to reveal this to us because I forgot completely about that. And when I saw that article, I was like, that just, it says everything about this guy. And a lot of us have forgotten that. I mean, you can't remember every single thing. It's a great reason he has a good archive over there of information. Very well thought out to have had that. Uh, So you can refer back to it when you're able to use the Worldviewpedia. That thing is an awesome tool. Uh, Because when I saw that article, I got to go look back at some more things. It really helps expedite my research, and I appreciate it. And, you know, that's why I'm more than willing to pay that fee. However, Mark Gowley does not like any of us. He wants this to be a socialist country. He does not like Donald Trump because he was a Marxist Obama fan just the same as Ed Stetzer, who we will talk about here a little later. They're all the same people that are with Russell Moore and have been calling for open borders, just like Beth Moore, just like Joanne Lyons, just like all of the people on the evangelical immigration table who have joined together. And it is a George Soros-backed group. And, And if you look at some more research, you will also see that it has been told that these guys are backed by George Soros themselves. And we know that because we know that their affiliations say so. And we know that with the Evangelical Immigration Table, which is a Soros-backed open borders organization, which is undermining this country at a rapid rate, calling for their false immigration reform. What it, it is not really immigration reform, more than amnesty and inability to... Get more people in here who will vote and praise articles such as these, which says Trump should be removed for off from office. And I just want to address uh, the first thing that we see here uh, that I caught really quickly was that they used Billy Graham, again, that says to, to try and give credibility to himself as he goes to push this article. And let's not forget that back in October, there's another article by this man where he did say he will be resigning, and it's funny how this just so good timing toward the end of the year that Mark Galley is leaving uh, Christianity Today as the editor in chief, uh, January third, twenty twenty. That was brought up by some, you know, because that was fairly recent. I mean, he wrote that back in October and uh, October and decided to step down. Uh, but uh, I see here that how he says tries to use Billy Graham, but as we just heard, that Franklin Graham himself said that his own father would not agree with, with the, the way this company is run now. And then he says, here's a paragraph that will just let's say this. He goes on and he says, The typical CT Christianity today approach is to stay above the fray. This is not true, by the way. And allow Christians with different political convictions to make their arguments in the pub- public square to encourage all to pursue justice according to their convictions and treat their political opposition as charitably as possible. We want CT to be a place that welcomes Christians from across the political spectrum. No doubt it will be mostly social justice evangelicals and you might sprinkle a guy who doesn't get it in there so that you can say, well, look, we have another view. When the most of their the most of their trash on that site is highly political, even though he is denied that the homepage is full of political propaganda. That's absolutely false because it's rife with social justice sentiment. It is rife with calling out our white privilege. It's rife with talking about bringing in the immigrant. It is rife with talking bad about our president, they hate him. They've hated him, and they're just like. And it's what timing can this be? When they waited to send this article out after the impeachment, it's because it's a propaganda machine. It's because they themselves think that they're reaching Christians, but well, they're really not. Maybe some new Christians might refer to this, but any kind of discerning Christian won't stay there long. The only reason that I use this is to be able to prove more of what I'm trying to say is because I use their own words to show that this is where they're going. But he says this. We want CT to be a place that welcomes Christians from across the political spectrum and reminds everyone that politics is not the end and purpose of our being. Yeah, that's it. That's why you time this right after the Democrats that you support went to impeach the president, and he says that we take pride in the fact, for instance, that politics does not dominate our own page. What did I just say there? It completely dominates their page, and if it doesn't, they're they're practiced in glossing it with evangelical talk, liberal evangelical talk. But see, if you would begin on this first part of the article, you would notice that this clown tries to take your guard down and then tries to use the credibility of Billy Grant. Like I said, I don't agree with a lot of what he did. I think that he undermined himself in a lot of his dealings and the partnerships that he engaged upon. And, but we can get to that some other time. And I do believe he was extremely ecumenical and ecumenicalism has destroyed a lot of Christian thought and makes it easier for people like this person to push through their political agenda and that's exactly what it is if this isn't political then what is it but then he says that it, it, That said he, we do feel it necessary from time to time to make our own opinions on political matters clear always as Graham encouraged us doing so with both conviction and love that's completely hilarious because they pretend to love people, but it's not the love that is truth. It's social justice, which is theft of property. It's the degradation of people groups because they've pit the races, so called, against one another. And it undermines everything that the country that we have. Christian liberty in stands for because it is full of Marxist principles who himself has called to destroy Christianity. The same as Nietzsche who runs the psychological, and we'll get to this later, remember that whole Nietzschean thing that calls to destroy Christianity, to do everything they can to do so. And when we come back in the next segment, we will go on to discuss these people, We'll keep going on this article, and then we're going to do some more digging and revealing to you guys maybe some things that you have not seen or heard. And we hope that you will stay tuned and keep this program and share this program with what you hear. This is my first. All right, And here we go. We look down through this article and then we see that they try to write it in a way that brings your guard down. And then they try to say that he tries to, <laughs> this is what's funny, is he tries to appeal to what we've been saying. What they do is just like all of these crazy evangelicals do, they know how to speak your language. That's what you see from Russell Moore, and that is what you see from people like John Piper and what you see from others who regularly start out with using the language that you use to gain credibility and to take your guard down. So that what happens is you heard, oh, well, that guy said this and it was completely biblically true. But then he'll go on and use the other things. What they do is they'll take and say some something that's factual and then move into for the kill. Like this, where he says that he will grant it to the president that the Democrats had it out for him from day one. Yeah, we know. And obviously we've been saying that. So what you're doing is you're bouncing off of our words so that you'll try and gain our, you're like a one of those, the proverbial Bible salesman that the whole left and people regularly used to mock us that guy that they use as a caricature of how Christians are and how we are like there's this and I don't recommend this show whatsoever I I saw the trailer one time and it's HBO we all know that HBO is full of junk and trash especially when they're using it to make fun of Christians because that's that's really in essence I'm sure what the show was about but when they were on there, it's called, I think it's the Royal Gem, the Righteous Gemstones. And it shows how those people get up there and they use their antics to gain followers. And they make money off of this. And then it, I saw in that trailer that one time about how they had three jets. It was called, I believe, the Father, the Son, and then the Holy Spirit, respectively. And, of course, they're making fun of them. But that's because of these False teachers out there like TBN and and like Crouch, all of those people that have largely used Christianity to gain funds. And that's what they're doing here with that. That's why it makes it so perfect that George Soros has been able to get in here and infiltrate evangelicalism and uh, to move it toward his one world government and how also i can't remember the name off of the top of my head but how she readily admitted that they use that they rent out evangelicals and then what does that mean is that they rent them out. They pay them, uh, given they, they support their programs. They support their so-called ministries. They give them all the money and support. And then those people have to turn around and then support the agenda of the person supporting them. And they also send them into these churches and places to facilitate so-called discussion, to move you toward the left, to move you toward the regressivism that has, permeated this country for uh, 50 years or more. Moving on here, we see that he he goes and he says, and no, Mr. Trump did not have a serious opportunity to offer his side of the story in the House hearings on impeachment. And then he says that the facts in the instance are unambiguous. And then he goes on to say that, that then he goes to chastise the president and this tired thing that Trump is this immoral person Obviously, he's done some things in his life that many of us would not agree was a good idea, but I would say to a good number of all of us that we know as Christians that not a lot of us have done good things at every step and turn of our lives. I don't support things that were on audio, and that I don't support all of the divorces that he's had. I don't support... Not a good number of them. and you you don't believe that I I have a problem with divorce. You would, could ask any number of my family that I have made stances. This shows where I stand on that, and not participated in what they do. And you know, I just help myself up for some trouble there because I'll get problems on that area because you know that never stops. But let's not talk about that right now. What he goes and he after he breaks us down acts like he agrees with everything we've been saying about how the president hasn't been able to do it. He breaks down. He starts talking about attacking his moral character and he admitted to those actions. And then he says, you know, he says, look, this is a person morally lost and confused. See, now he set the tone to break Trump down to say, because he did not do moral things. Then That he doesn't have the ability to ever do anything moral. That he doesn't have the ability to handle situations in a constructive, professional manner. Set the tone right there. After breaking your guard down, then setting the tone, as he always does, about morality. If you will look at all of the articles that this guy has ever written... He goes to attack us in a way that says morally just. They always talk about community. They always talk about what's moral. But what is it they're saying is moral? They're not using biblical context. They're not, especially this guy. Remember, if you go back onto that T.A. McMahon article, And then, or you could just hit that brief article, which Worldview Weekend put out. You will see he mocks God and mocks his righteous judgment. He has no understanding biblically himself. So where does his moral context come from? Man-centeredness. His moral context is man-centeredness pleasing the flesh with social justice. Moving on here, we see. He goes on from making you see that Trump's morally reprehensible so that you start thinking, oh, I don't want, you know, like this going to work on us anymore. We're so tired of being lectured by you clowns telling us that we are disgusting people because we don't fall for the tricks of social justice. That cat's out of the bag, bro. They're going to change the name. We know it. They will change it to another name. They always do. Because they think that you're stupid, people. They think that you don't have the capability to render a righteous judgment. Because that's what all of the left does. All of those regressives. All of those elitists who think that they're smarter than you. So he says, that because, and then then what does he do at this moment? He takes that, mor- that moral context there about how Trump made some mistakes. And then he goes back to say that, well, we, 20 years ago, we're doing this about Bill Clinton, and what he's doing here. We all know, you know, as evangelicals and as Christians and as conservative Americans, that Bill Clinton's a dirty dog. It's out there now, and and, it, and so you know, because they completely thrown them under the bus because all hope was lost with the Clintons after this election, which they're angry about, and they're all trying to overturn right here. So what is happening here is he's bringing it to the level of dirty dog Bill Clinton and saying these are the same people. And like Clinton being impeached then, today this applies to this president because he's a morally morally reprehensible person and he has no ability to tell the truth. And then, you know, he says it right there. That unfortunately, the words that we applied to Mr. Clinton 20 years ago apply almost perfectly to our current president. A different kind of thing, but the same thing. And so now, what does he say? He's telling us now he's going to shame you. And he's going to tell you because if you do support this man, like all of us do, because we, supo- we support Due process. We support evidence and facts. We support conservative values, and we support a president who has largely done, at least fiscally, a good job. We can uh, disagree on some other things, of course, but I believe he's done a good job. I've supported him since the moment he came out. And but what we don't support is we don't support the undermining of the Constitution, which has been done here. He tells us that. This is where he appeals to your emotion. this is where, like all of the other articles that he's ever written, where he praises amnesty, where he praises the works of Obama and then tries to make him look as if as if he is a good father figure <laughs> yeah we we could argue that one for sure now what's he do? He tells you that. You're not being a good witness in Christ because you support this president. And in order to be a good witness in Christ, you have to move and support impeachment. And of course, what had happened? Everybody who's seen this became angry, rightfully so. So he tells you that you are making Christ look bad by supporting Trump not being impeached. Then... He goes on to say that he's reserved Trump for years. He has reserved judgment on Mr. Trump for years. And then he says that some have criticized for his reserve. Now you look back at him. Who would be criticizing this guy for not criticizing Trump? You're right. All of the other liberal evangelicals, the same people who write letters as of recently even, saying that Trump needs to do amnesty. And then the same leaders that get on the evangelical immigration table and call openly for us to be giving rights to illegal aliens who have broken the law entering the country and who continue to break the law after. That's who criticizes him. That group. But he's not going to tell you those names. And he won't tell you those names because you know those names. And you know who he has also been involved with, with all of these people like Russell Moore and Ed Stetzer, who has covered up sexual immorality within his own organizations. Uh, and not just that, about how he has partnered with men like James McDonald, who were not very good people over Harvest and did the things that he did And then he took bribery as the vehicle that was given to him in order for James to be in that club and to write articles on this site. Because this is what they do. They take care of one another on that such thing. And then he's saying that he's calling a spade a spade. Well, I'm calling a spade a spade by saying that you are an infiltrator, and that you will not fool anybody we know who you are we know that you timed this as as a really good investigative journalist and researcher thomas littleton put out yesterday that this was linked and it was put in a perfect timing for this to all come out and hit with the new york times and we'll get to that in the next segment please stay tuned with us we'll be right back Welcome back to Battlefront Southgate. This is the final segment. And today we are talking about the article released by Christianity Today that says Trump should be removed from office. In the fallout regarding that article, we are also discussing the people that are surrounded and involved with this article, some of the things about their past, some of the the people that they are affiliated with. We are talking about things that have come out. And we are generally discussing about the downgrade because these people have been able to infiltrate Christianity and also about how others are going to be able to know more about these people, such as Mark Golly. And what's gonna happen here are they going to they're going to start digging into these people and they're going to see there really is a troubling thing regarding regarding evangelicalism. I haven't read the book yet, but, you know, as I spoke about in some of the immigration warfare programs, I did speak a little bit of uh, Michelle Malkin, and uh, from what I understand, she did reveal in that book about the evangelicals and the NGOs that are uh, involved with the refugee resettlement and all of the money that they get from these programs, and... But if you go to our book, Social Injustice, which will be out very soon, you're going to see that we've spoken a lot about these. And in the 12 areas that we speak about in that book, you're going to learn about a lot of these people, about how Thomas Littleton writes about them. Uh, You will learn from Brandon House, who has written about them. Uh, Jeff Dornick writes about them. Uh, We have Patrick Wyatt and Sam Jones also who write about these, all different areas of the social social justice issue, which is what these people represent. And you will also see that I have written on the illegal immigration issue in which this program has covered uh, extensively for the past five programs. There's a problem there. And then especially in the last one, Immigration Warfare 5, they're here. We spoke about these Evangelicals, right here, and how appropriate that they come out toward the end of the year when Golly is going to be stepping down, and the man that is going to be taking his place is troublesome in himself. But I want to talk real quick about how Thomas Littleton made light of on Twitter, and I haven't checked his Thirty Pieces of Silver blog yet, but I'm sure that he's written about it, and he he linked that. Gally and this lady from the New York Times, her name is Elizabeth Diaz. He linked how they timed this together and released it in order to propagandize, to call to arms on both sides. If you look how this Christianity Today article, it broke out into crazy people like anybody's watching cnn now but there are <laughs> obviously people watching it but how all of these liberal organizations quickly picked up on this article and, and i've heard uh, other uh, conservative talk show hosts make a lot of this i've heard a uh, uh cow on the wilkow majority mention this and he was tearing that bad boy down he, i also i heard Alex Marlowe on Breitbart uh, News Daily, he spoke about it too, but especially Wilkie and all of these other guys, and you see them in, in, in many other journalists and watchmen out there on Twitter. <laughs> I even hate to say that on Twitter, but that's, you know, you got to use every platform you can. They made light about how CNN and all of these liberal places, it's, they hate Christianity so much, but they're willing to, to do to use this article because it condemns Trump and it calls to arms and self-reflection Christians about how you're not using a good judgment and you're making everything look bad for the Lord Jesus Christ and your witness. We know that this this isn't the only time they've done this. As I just said, it's the whole social justice movement. Do you remember, I believe it was the Trayvon Martin back then when, uh, I think that that was Ferguson, right? I believe it was Ferguson. And back at that point in time, remember these clowns right here, especially on Christianity today, I can remember they were tripping over themselves, especially Russell Moore. Russell Moore, guys, Russell Moore. This guy, well, they were tripping over themselves to get up there and virtue signal and use the whole... White privilege and about how us white evangelicals have been in watching this community be torn apart because of the black hate we have. And they use their social justice issues. And then they called to arms about how we need to come together and do all of these things. And you have Perkins up there doing these things. And they're, and they're all talking about how they feel so sorry for this community, even though it was all broken and unfortunately a lawbreaker was taken down. And you know that it had nothing to do with the community hurting there in those areas. We know for a fact there was a bunch of people like them who were going into that area and using it as a platform to protest and to create general disorderly conduct and to divide a nation. And of they largely have succeeded in a lot of that but which but it's also brought to people who do have discernment and uh, are actually paying attention and do do have a care even though we might disagree on some things uh, they do care about you know doing the right things at times it's just sometimes they're confused on what is right and what is wrong you know we all are at times but anyway if you look at this article that is at the New York Times and it is titled evangelical magazine Christianity. Christianity Today calls for Trump's removal. And uh, Elizabeth Diaz goes in by saying about how it's a prominent evangelical magazine. False, because Trump destroyed that. And we all know it's not. They have the title of evangelical magazine, but they are by far not prominent anymore. Uh, it's already been revealed about the things that they do. But they, he, he, she quotes and uses the words of Mark Gowley to... Say it's a surprising move by a publication in Christianity that has not jumped into bitter partisan battles. And you can tell that that right there is a reason that we have to agree with them. But if you look and you ch- check out this publication that has been struggling for years, and is nothing more than a platform for social justice evangelicalism, uh, for country changing, for many other things. They've always been prominently for the other side. And they do jump into bitter battles. And usually it's for the wrong side because it is a platform to promote social justice. It is a platform to promote falsehoods of what we should be believing about the Bible. I just want to read to you real quick just a little bit of what, what Brandon House wrote inside of his latest news article when he was filling the fact about who Mark Galley was. And you will see that in his, in his Christianity Today, editor-in-chief called God a divine drama queen but is worried about President Trump disrespecting God? He's absolutely right, because what does he do? He brings some things of When T.A. McMahon wrote an article back then about how this man, Gally was criticizing God of the Bible and the blasphemy that he used. See, if he's so worried about the witness of God— Then why does he go on to say the things he does here? That is a very question, is it not? And he quotes the Ten Commandments in the article, and then as he told about the article that it yes, it was on uh, August first, two thousand ten, and he quotes a portion of this article, and they talk about the apostasy. But I just want to go real quick, so we're short on time here. And talk about this last part that Galley says. And this right here says everything about, because remember, he's telling you that you're giving a poor witness by supporting Trump. And what you need to know is that he's not concerned about a witness of God. In fact, he doesn't even like God of the Bible. And what does he say? Toward the very end, Galley says, The road to hell is paved with reasonable religion with a non-anxious God. Most days, I'm pretty happy driving down that road, but I keep running into this crazy fellow along the way. At every stoplight, he jumps up and down to get my attention. He pounds on my window, asking me where the heck I think I'm going. He stands on the front bumper, shouting at me to turn around. When all else fails, he throws himself in front of the car. He's such a drama queen, Christians. I'm talking to you right now. That was by the same man who wrote this article. Does that sound to you like a man who's concerned about the proper witness of God? I would hardly say so. And in fact, you can't even find that article, which he wrote on Christianity today. That article, which is in question, that was actually documented a long time ago. Because if you go now, you'll see that that article doesn't even exist. And why is that? Because he backtracked on it. He he pulled it down. And then he says that people misunderstood what he was saying. But if you read in that whole article, it was quite clear what he was saying because he made fun of God not understanding what happens in the future, which means he's not omniscient. He talks throughout the whole article about how God made us to be God-like beings. Sounds an awful lot like Mormonism. Does he and Glenn Beck hang out? Probably. And he openly mocks God. He says that he does not like this guy who throws fits. He doesn't like authoritarianism, I assure you. He's one of those. Screaming about toxic masculinity. One of those who are working to put women like Beth Moore in charge. That's coming soon. And so, what do we get from this? We get that a man is a liar then a man tries to put you on false guilt trip. And then you see the truth come out. And here's what I also think. This article is starting to get a lot of backlash. And, you know, of course, you see that if you look in an article from October of when he was talking about that he was resigning, why he was resigning and he was moving on, uh, there is another guy there has taken his place, who is a prominent social justice Christian, and he is also a person who will be uh, promoting, he will be promoting evolution and, and, and things like that. And we know that there's nothing better to say that a divine, absolute creator does not exist than to say he created something and put it in this one spot and left it alone to grow on its own and change it to these great things because he's the nature is the new God. Nothing better to say than that you don't really like and believe in God than using that. And I think that because he is on his way out of there, he's moving on to other things and bringing in even more radical people. Trying to prop up the magazine and getting the attention of leftists and progressives and Marxists and socialists so that they will continue to listen to this junk publication because they're in trouble and you know, you always follow the money and all you got to do is attract a few crazies and the other crazies will tell their crazies and then their crazies will start to support this because what is the best thing that they do? Just like these Hollywood people, you talk bad about Trump and you talk bad about evangelicals who support Trump and you will get the support of those people. And there seems to be a lot of money that they can throw away, right? So that they will get because they've already lost the good ones. Because the only reason the rest of us are getting on there is to find out what the bad guys are saying. Well, I exhort you to continue to investigate this organization because we will talk more about this. We are out of time, unfortunately, and we hope that you will continue to keep your heads up high. We know that this world is deteriorating. We also know that this next year in 2020 is going to be a difficult one. This may not be the last program of the year. We may or may not be doing another program, but definitely keep in tune to us. Great things are coming next year, and we're going to be delivering you some more stuff. We'll we'll probably be revisiting this because this is not finished, and I'm glad that we have new people looking into this because you have to stop this. If we do not stop this... Problems will exist for us as they do in Europe. And then what we're going to have to do is have a Amexit or whatever. We don't want that. We want to stop the problem now. They can't stop us. They can't stop you. They can't stop truth. This has been Dustin Faulkner with Battlefront Southgate. You keep fighting back, armed with truth. Southgate out.